certainly spoke a lot on Thursday last week about the petition, Justice for Declan Laverty and Action Against Crime in the Northern Territory. Now, when we uh, spoke about this early last week, there were 15,000 people that had signed that petition. That's already a huge number of people. But that petition right now sits at 25,823 signatures. Now, joining me on the line right now is Samara Laverty, Declan's mum. Good morning to you, Samara. Good morning, Katie. Thank you for having a chat to us again this morning. Samara, um, before we talk more about uh, this debate happening in Parliament, 25,823 signatures. That is unbelievable. It's amazing. And they're just huge numbers. It truly is. And, um, you know, after we spoke to you last week, I could see those numbers just going up and up and up. And I think the really interesting thing about this is that those numbers have gone up since the Northern Territory Government made their announcement last week. They have. Um, Part of that was as a result of the publicity that you have given it but also as a result of the community, you know, again, screaming out that they're just not being listened to. And so they're signing to try and get the attention of the government and that just still beggars belief that the way this is going is just being ignored from the government. Samara, I don't know if you've had much of an opportunity, um, you know, to listen to what's sort of happened over the recent days. But on Thursday, I was pretty gobsmacked to learn that, um, you know, that this petition, we know that it was was obviously tabled in Parliament by the opposition leader, Leah Finocchiaro. Then I was pretty gobsmacked to learn from the independent member for Araluan, Robin Lamley, that it wouldn't be debated in Parliament unless the Public Accounts Committee voted and approved that actually moving forward to debate in Parliament. Now, uh, 22 out of the last 24 petitions that have gone to the Public Accounts Committee have not been approved to be debated in Parliament. It seems that common sense has prevailed and it is going to be able to be debated, but I'm pretty shocked and gobsmacked to learn that it's only going to be debated for 16 minutes. I feel exactly the same. It's great that it's been referred back to Parliament for debate, but 16 minutes to discuss nine points of what we've put forward in the petition is approximately 1.25 minutes per um, request that we have. That's how... I just don't understand how they think that 16 minutes will be um, sufficient to debate this. Yeah, I think everyone's scratching their heads this morning, Samara, thinking exactly the same thing. And and I guess what I've been pretty um, surprised by is that, you know, um, a lot of this we just wouldn't have even realised unless we were having, unless, you know, we were having these discussions um, this morning and, and going, hang on a second, 16 minutes, that is nowhere near enough time. No, it's, it's not. And it's a token effort. Um, I don't know what the rules around um, debates in the parliament are, but for a nine-point petition based on 26,000-odd signatures, it's, it's a slap in the face. Samara, 
In in what is good, a really good move, I hope, uh, Kezia Pyrrhic, the independent member for Goida, she said on the show last Thursday that rightly, you know, whether or not this, uh, this um, public accounts committee had approved the debate happening or not, she's still going to, to um, make moves to ensure that this is debated through a matter of public importance. So I really hope that this petition and that your son and the other victims of crime in the Northern Territory get the respect that they deserve? I really, really hope so too. Um, Last night, my daughter was a little bit off and she ended up bursting into tears and it took me a moment to get out of her what was wrong and all she could say was, I miss my brother. So it's for her, it's for the rest of our family and the Northern Territory, that we're, we're not going to give up on this fight. Um, it means too much to us. And the support that we've had is amazing. And if we can get um, Kizia's request through, that would be absolutely amazing. And it would show that um, finally the, the people are being listened to. They need to be. You know, you can't ignore 26,000 people. It's a huge number and we've not seen a petition get that kind of support in a very long time. In fact, I don't know that we have ever seen that many people sign a petition in the Northern Territory. That in and of itself speaks to how angry and upset people are over what is happening. I'm sitting here in Cairns and all I is anecdote after anecdote, newspaper reports, people reaching out to me, and it just still seems ignored that people are so upset and so concerned. Mm. And hopefully having 26,000-odd people and will make, make a difference. But um, the way things are going, um, I'm starting to think that Everything is just a token gesture and they have no intention of um, looking and debating at these points properly and making something of what um, the people are asking for. Samara, I did ask the Chief Minister on the show this morning um, if she's prepared to sit down with you. She said, you know, she didn't want this to play out in the media, but you'd said to me last week, you're open to that, aren't you? Oh, I'm absolutely open to that. Um, but even to date, I still have not heard anything at all from the Chief Minister's office other than that one phone call last week um, letting me know that the wanding changes had come in or were coming in. Why, why do you reckon, you know, to me it, it seems like really common sense, but why do you think it is so important that she actually does sit down and, and speak to you and, and hear things from your perspective? Uh, Look, I think it comes down to respect. Um, She's a mother. I'm a mother. How would she feel if this this was her child? Um, What would she want done if she was in my position? And how would she feel about the way the government has gone around things? Again, if she was in my position and she was sitting here, you know, having to to decide... um, do I go and comfort my 17-year-old daughter or do I keep fighting for this in this moment? Um, it's, she needs to look at it from a, humanity, a human, sorry, humanitarian point of view that um, 
it's not just about politics, it's about people and how they're feeling and the, um, the results and the consequences of what is happening in Parliament behind the scenes that people are just not being told about. That's, you know, one of the things that made me feel really sad this morning is when I spoke to Bill Yan from uh, the CLP and he'd said to me, you know, Katie, there are so many different petitions that never sort of make the light of day in terms of being debated or discussed in Parliament. And really sadly, I think one of those is um, one that the multicultural community had put together in the wake of the absolute tragic loss of CFAT. And, you know, that petition is is not... It's it didn't even get to the point where it was voted on by the Public Accounts Committee and I think that Territorians would be utterly shocked to hear that and um, and you know I really hope that the petition for Declan that it does see some change because everybody deserves it. Thank you I really hope it does too this is this is not just a fight for us now it's a fight to make the territory safer, um, to support the people who have supported us and to get a government to understand how this is affecting people. Samara, so much love to you, to your daughter, to your whole family um, and to, to all of Declan's family and friends. I, it's, I can't even imagine how you guys feel and I really appreciate the fact that you've spoken to us today. No worries. Thank you so much for having me on to be able to um, say these things. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Samara.